0: Rise and shine, everybody. It's your girl, X. Yes, yes, I know my voice sounds a little groggy because I just woke up, but I have something for y'all. And I would like to talk about drugs, brains, and behavior. The science of drug addiction, drugs, and the brain. So first things first, we're going to introduce the human brain. So, the human brain is the most complex organ in the body. This three-pound mass of gray and white matter sits at the center of all human activity. You need it to drive a car, to enjoy a meal, to breathe, to create an artistic masterpiece, and to enjoy everyday activities. The brain regulates your body's basic functions enables you to interpret and respond to everything you experience and shapes your behavior in short your brain is you everything you think and feel and who you are How does the brain work? So let's get into that. So the brain is often linked to an incredibly complex and intricate computer. Instead of electrical circuits on the silicone chips that control our electronic devices, the brain consists of billions of cells called neurons, which are organized into circuits and networks. Each neuron acts as a switch controlling the flow of information. If a neuron receives enough signals from other neurons that is connected to it, it fires, sending its own signal onto other neurons in the circuit. The brain is made up of many parts with interconnected circuits that all work together as a team. Different brain circuits are responsible for coordinating and performing specific functions. Networks of neurons send signals back and forth to each other and among different parts of the brain, the spinal cord and nerves in the rest of the body, the peripheral nervous system. To send a message, a neuron releases a neuron neurotransmitter into the gap or synapse between it and the next cell. The neurotransmitter crosses the synapse and attaches to receptors on the receiving neuron like a key into a lock. This causes changes in the receiving cell. Other molecules called transporters recycle neurotransmitters that is That is bring them back into the neuron that released them, thereby limiting or shutting off the signal between neurons. So let's start to get into how drugs work in the brain. So this is how drugs work in the brain. Drugs interfere with the way neurons send and receive processed signals via neurotransmitters. Some drugs, such as marijuana and heroin, can activate neurons because this chemical structure mimics that of a natural neurotransmitter in the body. You know what? I'm going to cut that right there. Marijuana isn't addictive. It is (laughs) addictive It's, it's a medicinal herb, so I'm not going to throw that in there as it being a drug because it's not. It comes from the earth. So anyway... Onto the next thing, it says can activate neurons because their chemical structure mimics that of a natural neurotransmitter in the body. This allows the drugs to attach onto and activate the neurons. Although these drugs mimic the brain's own chemicals, they don't activate neurons in the same way as a natural neurotransmitter and they lead to abnormal messages being sent through the network. Other drugs, such as amphetamine or cocaine can cause the neurons to release abnormally large amounts of natural neurotransmitters or prevent the normal recycling of these brain chemicals by interfering with transporters this too amplifies or disrupts the normal communication between neurons so with that being said I'm going to get into what parts of the brain are affected by the drug use. So, it says drugs can alter important brain areas that are necessary for... Oops, let's go back. Necessary for life-sustaining functions and can drive the compulsive drug use that marks addiction. Brain areas affected by drug use include... The basal ganglia, which plays an important role in positive forms of motivation, including the pleasurable effects of healthy activities like eating, socializing, sex, and are also involved in the formation of habits and routines. These areas form a key node of what is sometimes called the brain's reward circuit. Drugs over this circuit, producing the euphoria of the drug high, but with repeated Exposure, The circuit adapts to the presence of the drug, diminishing its sensitivity and making it hard to feel pleasure from anything besides the drug. The extended... See, I can't really pronounce this, but I'm going to spell this out for y'all. It is A-M-Y-G-D-A-L-A. It says... It plays a role in a stressful feelings like anxiety, irritability and unease, which characterize withdrawal after the drug high fades, thus motivates the person to seek the drug again. This circuit becomes increasingly sensitive with increased drug use over time. A person with a person with substance use disorder uses drugs to get temporary relief from this discomfort rather than to get high the prefrontal cortex powers the ability to think plan solve problems make decisions exert self-control over impulses this is also the last part of the brain to mature making teens more vulnerable shifting balance between the circuit and the circuits of the basal ganglia and extended Um, amygdala I tried to pronounce it (laughs) make a person with a substance use disorder seek the drug compulsively with reduced impulse control some drugs like opioids also disrupt other parts of the brain such as the the brain stem which controls basic functions critical to life including heart rate breathing and sleeping This interference explains why overdoses can cause depressed breathing and death. So let's get into how drugs produce pleasure. So it says pleasure or euphoria, the high from from drugs, is still poorly understood, but probably involves surges of chemical uh, chemical signaling compounds, including the body's natural opioids. Endorphins and other neurotransmitters is part of the basal ganglia, the reward circuit. When some drugs are taken, they can cause surges of these neurotransmitters much greater than the smaller bursts naturally produced in association with healthy rewards like eating, hearing, or playing music, creative pursuits, or social interaction. It was once thought that surges of the neurotransmitter dopamine produced by drugs directly caused the euphoria. But scientists now think dopamine has more to do with getting us to repeat pleasurable activities, reinforcement, than with producing pleasure directly. So how does dopamine reinforce drug use, you say, huh? It says the feeling of pleasure is how a healthy brain identifies and reinforces beneficial be- behaviors such as eating, socializing, and sex. Our brains are wired to increase the odds that we will repeat pleasurable activities. The neurotransmitter dopamine is central to this. Whenever the reward circuit is activated by a healthy, pleasurable experience, a burst of dopamine signals that sometimes important and is happening that needs to be remembered this dopamine signal causes changes in neural connectivity that make it easier to repeat the activity again and again without thinking about it, leading to formation of habits. Just as drugs produce intense euphoria, they also produce much larger surges of dopamine powerfully in reinforcing the connection between consumption of the drug, the resulting pleasure and all the external cues linked to the experience. Large surges of dopamine teach the brain to seek drugs. Drugs as the expense of other healthier goals and activities. Cues in a person's daily routine or environment that have become linked with the drug use because of changes to the reward circuit can trigger uncontrollable cravings whenever the person is exposed to these cues, even if the drug itself is not available. This learned reflex can last a long time, even people who haven't used drugs in many years. For example, people who have been drug-free for a decade can experience cravings when returning to an old neighborhood or house when they use drugs. Like riding a bike, the brain remembers. So... Why are drugs more addictive than natural rewards? Well, let me tell you. It says, For the brain, the difference between the normal rewards and drug rewards can be linked to the difference between someone whispering into your ear and someone shouting into a microphone. Just as we turn down the volume on a radio that is too loud the brain of some the brain of someone who misuses drugs adjusts by producing fewer neurotransmitters in the reward circuit or by reducing the numbers of receptors that can receive signals as a result the person's ability to experience pleasure from naturally rewarding reinforcing activities is also reduced this is why a person who misuses drugs eventually feels flat, without motivation, lifeless or depressed and is and is unable to enjoy things that were previously pleasurable. Now the person needs to keep taking drugs to experience even a normal level of reward, which only makes the problem worse, like a vicious cycle. Also, the person will often need to take larger amounts of the drug to produce the familiar high, an effect known as tolerance. So, with that being said don't do drugs kids smoke the marijuana just smoke the marijuana or anything plant-based if it is in a pill bottle or in a form of a pill or anything like that I suggest you don't take it it will eventually have you will eventually have withdrawals and it will cause you to become irritable depressed sad, anxious, nervous, just all these weird emotions that you don't want to feel. I suggest you try to find something that makes you happy, like reading a book, fucking painting. Or sometimes you could just sit in your room and watch TV. I mean, when I feel like I need to get away from someone or something, I would do something that I like to do, and one of those things is probably going to the gym. Um, going for a walk could be something like that, or I'm trying to give y'all ideas. Go to the park, you know just just do something that makes you happy. some something that makes you smile. Just just be yourself. It's one of the things that I learned this week is just be yourself no matter in what situation you're in or not even the situation. Just be yourself at all times. If you can't be yourself, then what are you living for? What is your purpose? It's like, why do you even get up every day? But I just wanted to give y'all some good information on how the brain works even if it isn't on drugs even if you didn't know how does your brain work you know i love you guys i know i sound a little groggy right now i literally just woke up (laughs) but i love y'all Please stay tuned. I will be doing some more new episodes. I know I've been slacking y'all. I've just been going through something a little personal within myself. Which i right now trying to fix. And um, if you guys are really are my hardcore fans. And if you guys have some different topics. Or anything. Just anything you would love for me to speak on. Or if you want to come join on my show and speak or talk about anything you would like you can hit my email it is i will leave it in the description matter of fact but i hope you guys enjoy your day don't let anyone stop you from having a wonderful day i love you all peace out